what's going on everyone thank you guys for tuning in i appreciate all of you uh, uh those of you here in central pennsylvania i know it's storming outside so we do appreciate uh you tuning in we got a wonderful show i got a special guest in the lab uh i'll introduce him in a minute we're gonna learn a lot of things we're gonna have a wonderful discussion uh understand that this is gonna be an interactive live like they always are so make sure you put your comments in the comments section we do see them almost instantaneously now uh if you have a question uh put your question out there we'll acknowledge it the best we can if you want looking for that shout out put your name and where you're from in the comment section and we'll, we'll give you that shout out that you're looking for welcome to the lab everyone get your pen and your pad we're gonna have fun right now if you don't already know i'm coach clee i'm your host right now i am your content creator your book publisher your favorite baker's favorite baker and your podcast host in march 4th thank you for tuning in we got we've been going live for a little while now we bring people in we highlight people who've got businesses products or positive messages and we get them on the lab and we we uh, we put that information out there again anyone with a business product or positive message we put that information out there you see the scrolling below you see the the, the, the uh website and you see that uh cash app make sure you donate for the cash app all the proceeds go to the lab and better benefiting the show all right and on the website you can see workwithclee.com where's that got a bunch of wonderful things like i said a book publishing company uh we'll talk about that momentarily but on, on the website you'll see your first book i wrote march 4th a motivational empowerment book on helping you find your own breakthrough that's
what's going on everyone thank you guys for tuning in i appreciate all of you uh, uh those of you here in central pennsylvania i know it's storming outside so we do appreciate uh you tuning in we got a wonderful show i got a special guest in the lab uh i'll introduce him in a minute we're gonna learn a lot of things we're gonna have a wonderful discussion uh understand that this is gonna be an interactive live like they always are so make sure you put your comments in the comments section we do see them almost instantaneously now uh if you have a question uh put your question out there we'll acknowledge it the best we can if you want looking for that shout out put your name and where you're from in the comment section and we'll, we'll give you that shout out that you're looking for welcome to the lab everyone get your pen and your pad we're gonna have fun right now if you don't already know i'm coach clee i'm your host right now i am your content creator your book publisher, your favorite baker's favorite baker, and your podcast host in March 4th. Thank you for tuning in. We got, we've got we been going live for a little while now. We bring people in. We highlight people who've got businesses, products, or positive messages, and we get them on the lab, and we, we, uh, we put that information out there. Again, anyone with a business product or positive message, we put that information out there. You see the scrolling below. You see the, 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 the uh, website, and you see that uh, cash app. Make sure you donate for the cash cash app all the proceeds go to the lab and better benefiting the show all right and on the website you can see workwithclee.com works there got a bunch of wonderful things like i said a book publishing company uh we'll talk about that momentarily but on, on the website you'll see the first book i wrote march 4th a motivational empowerment book on helping you find your own breakthrough that's Number one, it's on the website. Number two, is No Shade All Light. Herb Thompson, Clarence Stokes, Jason Brown, and myself wrote No Shade All Light, 25 of your favorite quotes and what they mean to us. So it's over 100 quotes with meaning. Third book, Hashtag Grudge, wrote that last year during the, the pandemic. You know, if you've ever made a mistake, if you've ever been angry, if you ever held on to a grudge, holding on to a grudge, like holding on to a, ooh, sorry about that, holding on to a hot piece of coal and expecting the person that you're angry with to feel the effect. Instead, you just need to let that thing go and, and start the healing process. And of course, the lab, the book itself just came out earlier this year. 44, we've had, we've been going live for over three years now. We have 44 brave souls that each have a chapter in this book talking about their business product or positive message and we're working on the lab part too so if you want to be a sponsor or if you want to be in the lab and have the uh, uh featured highlighted chapter let me know inbox me text me get a hold of me we will get that information out there make sure you guys hit the like button on your way in hit the like button keep the engagements going on um we talked about the lab part two we talked about book publishing company one way publishing uh is the book publishing company itself uh i'm excited to to announce that if you've ever had a thought in your head and didn't know how to actually get that down to a, a hard copy a physical on piece of paper something physically in your hand let me know we can get that done from a thought to a finished product i pride our, myself on our company can get that done for you in a decent amount of time too so shayla i know she wasn't and she was in the back office she wasn't there originally shayla you there we're going to be moving to shayla's showcase here in a minute i think she is all right let's stand by shayla you got the your, your announcements ready yes she does all right stand by we got shayla's showcase coming up Hi everyone, happy to be here for this week's Shayla Showcase. I know I was not connected a couple minutes ago, Coach Lee, but I did make it home in time. Um, but first we have 
Harrisburg Area YMCA, the Camp Curtain Branch. They offer a variety of programs for youth in the community, including programs for like before and after school, along with organized sports. In addition, they are doing Cornerstone, which is a new venture to create affordable housing in the uptown neighborhood. And last but not least, we've got Flavor 76. They are offering catering service in ad- services, excuse me, in addition to a variety of weekly lunch and dinner specials. You can find them and follow them on Facebook at Flavor 76 and make sure you check them out. I saw today they were offering the amazing quesadillas. They were back. So that is all I have for this week's Shayla's Showcase. I don't know where Coach Klee is, if he can hear me and why I'm still on the screen. I was talking, but I was muted. Yep, thank you. You did a good job. I appreciate that. Um, Flavor 76, um, uh, we do have a video of their latest food. Not their late, not this week's food, but last week's food. I uh, see, uh, real quick, I see James Robinson's on. I see Philip Ding's on. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Please tag, like, and share. I see Jamel Fleming's also on. Thank you guys. To- for tuning in tag like and share i'm gonna go to this video now shayla This week's featured meal from Flavor 76 was an amazing chicken sandwich with house-made chips, and the chips were something to die for. Make sure you check out Flavor 76 on Facebook and check out their weekly meal specials. They offer different lunch and dinners. Don't forget, check out Flavor76 on Facebook. And while you're there, make sure you check out the latest episode of The Lab, hosted by Coach Klee, airing weekly. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys. I am seeing a couple comments on the other stream, on the Clark Tent stream. Uh, Leland Nelson's on. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I can't post comments from the Clark Tent screen. Um, I, we are live currently on YouTube. We're currently live on LinkedIn. We're currently live on Facebook on the Coach Clee page. So make sure if you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe and follow those pages or those links for future uh, guests that will be coming in the lab and for wonderful information. But right now we're going to move into why you guys are really here. The meat and potatoes of the interview of what's going on here. I got a guy. He's my family. 
not only that he's a down-to-earth guy he would give you the shirt off his off his back if needed he he's a, a plethora full of information and he's going to be sharing a lot of information with us today he's a business consultant project coordinator for p-a-d-b-e and i'm not even going to try and, and, and explain what that is he will definitely do that you see the website posted right there below he offers supportive services ladies and gentlemen i want to bring to the lab kalo cross and kalo how you doing hey clee how you doing man good to see you good to see you as well good to see you i know you're backstage for a little while doing your thing but now you are here and i appreciate you being here how, how, how can you tell us a little bit about yourself okay you know of course i'm Chalo crossing um mm -hmm. right now I, i'm project coordinator for the dbe supportive services center um that's a collaboration between um PennDOT, Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, and ProRank Business Solutions. Uh, I've been working mm -hmm. for ProRank Business Solutions for eight years. I'm proud to say I'm employee number one uh, for <laughs> ProRank Business Solutions, and we offer uh, business support services as well as diversity support services. Um, we offer 23 different services uh, to help all types of businesses, especially diverse businesses. Okay. All right, give him some, give him some lights, give him some hearts, ladies and gentlemen. His, he's no stranger to public speaking. He's no stranger to being, but he is. This is his first time in the lab. I've known uh, him. I, I, it's crazy. I want to say my whole life. I don't remember actually meeting you. I remember knowing um, uh, each other as kids and and, and play, doing certain events and playing together and being at reunions and things like that. And uh, actually, you know, as as we grow, we you go one way, I go another, and then our paths cross again. And our paths crossed not too long about a couple weeks ago at um at a mixer at at um, a hotel where we were basically just uh hanging out and networking and then we we got to talking a little bit and i'm like wow this is the perfect topic and the perfect category to bring in here and on live itself so i appreciate you uh finding not robbery to uh go ahead and share some of your expertise with us um what is what exactly is pro rank uh solutions well, we're a company that is is dedicated and focused on um, diversity and building businesses for for their brightest future. So right now we um, we work directly with departments of transportation and mm -hmm. um, other entities that you know want to see better diverse services for their businesses that that participate on the, with their agencies and things like that, and um, also you know helping with contract compliance also. So um, we we have a lot of different services. Go to ProRankLLC.com uh, under what we do and you can see all the services that we provide, especially if some that can help you. Um, you know, within the DB Supportive Services, we offer uh, several business services. Um, we have the DB, the D Diverse Business Program. So if you're not a DBE under the federal program, if you're, um, if you're a, a veteran-owned business, if you are through the SBA as a small business concern, um, if you're uh, registered through the National Minority Diversity Council or WeBank, uh, the Women's uh, 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 Council, uh, we we can help you if you're a PennDOT business partner. So right now we, we focus with a lot of uh, heavy highway firms and um, other types of entities that um, diversity is key. So, you know, any any projects with uh, uh, federal monies that um, uh, have diversity goals and things like that on it. But like the access into that world is 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 sometimes seems like a high hurdle. You know, um, a lot of times, if you think about all the Fortune 500 companies out here, they're all government contractors of one way or another. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of good key foundations of a good company is having those kinds of business relations. And and some of us have been scared off in the past through, you know, the paperwork or, you know, oh, this is a federal contract. You're going to be highly scrutinized. You're going to be looked at. Hey, look, you know, if you if you don't mind the bright lights, you know, I know, Clee, you, you was in sports, you know, if you don't mind the bright lights, hey, come on out and play because there's, there's a real safe opportunity 
with government contracting. And that's what we're trying to convince a lot of diverse firms um, today to do. You know, um, we do all of this, you know, assistance with diversity um, applications and, and beyond. You know, we'll help you understand the ropes. Uh, we have a business development program. We have a training reimbursement program. Um, all to help you as the business be the best that you can be. Gotcha. Gotcha. Eddie Gomez is on. Thank you for tuning in. So let's say um, someone who uh, doesn't know you and they're watching the live right now and they're interested in finding out information or more information. Uh, they reach out to you. They go to the website. Um, and then what would be the, the can you take us through a step by step guide on certain things that you can offer or assist them in trying to grow and, and build their business? Well, one of the first things we can do is uh, business development services. OK, that is that's one of the key things, business, business development and support. Um, so we can do customized support and technical assistance for development of the needs of a business. Um, we do diversity consulting services, comprehensive diversity consulting for small businesses and government agencies. So if even if you're an individual uh, business and you um, or you're an organization uh, or agency like, like say for instance PennDOT or you know um, one of the other entities around here, um, just name it PPNL or any one of the major utilities or or service providers um, that have you know to receive government funds and federal funding. Look, mm -hmm. we can help you. Um, what we want to do is help help the small business to the large business and the agencies to have that collectiveness because we need equity. You know, we need equity in, in, in adjudicating contracts. We need participation. We need um, utilization. We need parity uh, in the market in order to overcome some of the structural deficits that have been put in place for especially diverse businesses you know and um even though there is a big question about diversity now um it's just not just a, a social issue it's an economic issue more than anything um and and what we try to do is we try to provide data solutions we have a platform called pro Inc academy um, okay. which assists uh, business is a whole platform just for diverse businesses and um, larger companies and agencies to come in and get to know each other and see each other physically. Because one of the problems in diversity is that, hey, oh, you guys don't exist. Um, oh, you're not on the list. Okay, forget all that. You know, we had to provide a solution that is uh, technically savvy and sound for people, whether you're on a laptop, you're on a, on a, on a tablet, or you're on your cell phone mm -hmm. uh, to help you out. So we do have, you know, informational sessions coming up on, um, uh, September 29th, you know, to help promote um, diverse businesses. So if you're a diverse business and want to learn more about us, or if you're already a DBE or, or a diverse uh, certified business and you're looking to do business with heavy highway, uh, federal aviation or transit, we definitely can help you with those things. So from end to end, we'll come in um, and we'll get an email. We'll get we'll get a phone call. Um, we'll solicit events. I, I run trainings twice a week. I know uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, business trainings to help you understand how to work with PennDOT um, as, a, as a contractor or a consultant or a service provider. Um, we also have courses on our, our services platform, which is ProRink Academy, every Thursday at 11. So tomorrow at 11, um, come to our site, learn.prorankllc.com or prorankacademy.com um, mm -hmm. to learn more about what you can do. So um, we do offer four, four business, four pay uh, diversity services. But if you come in and, and you're already a diverse company um, that is certified and you're, you're looking to work with PennDOT, we can help you and those charges are covered through the program. So um, we want to make that aware to a lot of folks because um, we believe that, you know, parity in the market, like you said, you know, how can you culturally when you only make up less than one percent of a whole economy you know 
And that's the kind of the reality that we have in the state of Pennsylvania. So not to be political or anything, but just really understanding the reality on the ground. You know, that's, you know, politically, sometimes the word politics can be used as I don't want to talk about that. That's just a word, you know. And what we have to do is we have to talk about brass tacks and how we actually solve these structural problems. Because, you know, you know, if your kids are going to prison, your 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 family is being, you know, your house is being shot up, you, things like that. That's an economic problem. Poverty mm-hmm. is economics. It's not because you just born a criminal, you know, that that's not it. So what we try to do is we try to let agencies know, larger businesses know, non-diverse businesses know that you you have a responsibility to make sure that we have a tide, like we talked about, that lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I put the uh, one of the links in the comment section uh, itself right there. I see um, Sarah, Sarah Fry Perez is on. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Philip, Philip Ding also said uh, impressive work, Charlo. He's proud of the work, proud of your work, bro. Thank you. That's on the other stream. Absolutely. So um, I, I know we talked a little bit uh, behind back, back in the back office before we actually went live itself. Um, how did you actually get into being a business consultant and, and helping businesses grow? And how long have you been in the industry itself? Oh, wow. Um, I'll just start off with I've, I've been in the industry for about 20 years, 21 years. I started. I'm, I'm 43. I, I did. I started doing this when I was 20. Okay. Um, I, I came back. I went to Tuskegee University um, and um, learned a lot there. Came back home um, to be dedicated. I got a job with the um, city of Harrisburg, actually, mm-hmm. um, uh, on playgrounds. And I worked my way up. I started teaching um, uh, computer courses and things like that. And then um, we won a couple state awards. And then I got approached when I was like 20, 20, going on 21, um, to help write on a grant for a digital divide. So um, I worked with uh, a grant um, with Linda Rhodes, uh, Mm -hmm. Jamal Boyd, um, with a a grant um, from the Department of Education um, with the Capital Area Intermediate Unit um, and CareerLink to come together to deliver free computer classes uh, to folks who wanted them up in the Uptown Shopping Center. Um, so that's that's really where, how I got started. I was 21 and uh, just just never looked back. Um, and um, here we go. So I uh, worked with Cheney University um, on this very program. And uh, we all met together, me, Kyron Robinson and uh, Wade West. Uh, we came together at, at Cheney and uh, we all worked there and we worked on this same uh, contract that we have now. So we went from being employees to employers on this contract. So it's a it's a beautiful thing. So um, you know, just being able to work with nonprofits, write grants, help write, you know, community programs, and then now to help businesses on a very intimate one-on-one basis and watch them grow over years. Um, it's a very, very rewarding thing. Right. And, and not to call people out or call any businesses out. I'm pretty sure you can't do all that information right here on this live. But um, can you kind of share with us a little bit how, how you've helped um, either a person or a business, whether it's small or large, um, you've worked with them to actually become a better uh, uh, individual or a better business itself? Well, I, I got a story with a good friend of mine. He um, started a flagging company. And um, in, the, in the middle of it, he was looking for some advice. I had just came back up to Pennsylvania and um, he was just starting from the beginning, didn't have anything too much going on. And he had some issues getting the certification. So um, with my knowledge, I was able to help him, you know, navigate that process and really, you know, hold account the agency that was trying to deny his application. Mm-hmm. So I, I wrote um, I wrote a letter to uh, to D.C., to the actual uh, Federal Highway Administration to actually bring his case to light. 
and um you know we went through a couple meetings a couple things like that between the commonwealth and 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 federal highway and and him and then eventually he got his certification because they weren't about to give it to him but okay. without that certification he wouldn't have got the opportunities that were waiting for him you know on 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 the highway projects mm-hmm. so you know after we got that you know he was able to grow his business have over 50 employees um you know be very successful in contracts for over 10 years now you know and um very proud of his development and work he knows who he is and <laughs> um you know really thankful for that you know got much love for him and you know that's just one story you know of folks that you know we just we just try to go and do the work you know um that cuz that's what's important and the results you know i got to see a firm that i helped at the beginning Uh, when I first worked at Cheney, you know, and I ran into him at APC um a conference that is usually down in Hershey every year. Mm-hmm. And um I talked to him I said, "Well, how's everything going?" He said, "Well, we're getting ready to retire." I said, "Wow. 10 years. Yeah, you know, that was I remember 10 years ago I was you were just getting started, getting your feet wet, and you were in our reimbursement program. Now we're ready to retire. We're ready to, you know, sell the business and things like that. We were so successful and, you know, thank you. And a lot of times, you know, uh, my grandma always taught me that sometimes thank you is the best payment you can ever get from someone. And and, and and uh, you know, uh that's 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 what we do it for, you know? Mm. Thank you. I like that, man. Yeah, thank you is a good payment. And uh that kind of leads me into my next question with you. Um and and that that what what motivates you? What drives you to keep moving forward? What gives you the motivation to get up every single day and and want to help people and uh uh educate people and give trainings and and continue to be the the bridge or the glue between um someone not having the information and wanting to get to this point and you know how to guide them through that trail. What motivates you for that? Um what what is really my been my motivation is really my family. Um, I come from a great dynamic family. You're part of that family, Cleve. <laughs> and uh, you know, straight up. So, um, you know, I come from a dynamic family where quitting and, you know, putting things off was just never accepted. Mm-hmm. You know, and um just just understanding coming from a driven family, a family who've been through a lot of adversity, you know, mm-hmm. who came to Pennsylvania, you know, from South Carolina with no rights, you know, for their rights and for a brighter day. And um, you know, I'm not going to let that go forsaken for one day. I was raised by some very great people. had some great aunties and uncles and stuff like that and you know just making them proud you know what i mean and 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 every day getting up making sure that i i wear my what challenges have you faced over the years um just going from different agencies to going from different learning institutions dealing with people in general uh what what kind of setbacks have you or hurdles had you had had to overcome and uh what are some of the triumph stories that you can share with us that made you better i think um one of one one of the challenging stories was one time when we were me and Jamal were uh, Jawal were uh seeking uh, cohorts and partners for our program okay and we were the we were it you know uh we were the one and two of the whole program and we walked into this agency and um, we sat had a sit down and we were sitting at a meeting and it was like um yeah well you know tell your boss um whoever your superior is to get the work to me and maybe I'll give you a call back and we looked at each other and like uh we're it <laughs> and he, he just had this look of lightweight disgust and disbelief in his face you know that this baby faced kid and this dude right here uh you know uh this black man another black man that um you 
how we dare we come into his office and ask for partnership, you know, um, and in relations with their agency and what they do. Um, so that was that was something that, you know, even if you're walking in and you know who you are, mm-hmm. people don't. And like I like I told you in the back office, it was like sometimes my grandma was taught me sometimes it's about the benefit of the doubt and what we give each other as far as the benefit of the doubt, the content of your character. Right. You know, those kinds of things. And, you know, I, I'm, I walked in, I thought I was dressed pretty nice. I, I thought I, you know, had my, had my, you know, smile on and everything like that. But then, you know, just to be dismissed like that a little bit, it really taught you about, um, and I learned later about how minimalization works. Okay. And how minimalization is a tool of the haves against the have nots. Mm-hmm. You were, so yeah, don't, don't never that. let anybody minimalize your dreams. Don't let anyone minimalize your efforts, you know? Just, just make sure that you're doing the work that needs to be done and you're succeeding at that work. You know, sometimes people judge you and they might grade you, but the knowledge that you get from that is everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody can take it away from you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just to go through that, to be able to come back and um, have, have them, you know, become a partner. Um, we developed programs together, you know, and things like that. That was kind of like the triumph within the triumph, you know what I mean? So it was like we were able to use use that situation and capitalize with it and still we're, we're able to make, you know, a good relationship. And it was it helped hundreds, if not thousands of people get education and better job skills and things like that through the process. So I, I was I, I was happy about that, even though it didn't start off the best. It, 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 it worked out because so, a lot of times if you leave the emotions out of it, and, and keep your passion in it mm-hmm. you know what i mean you'll be able to get your skin a little bit thicker and things like that so you know i, I really i really think i'm i'm really fortunate to have those those uh those kinds of experience young because um i didn't have too many peers at that time and mm-hmm. i was i was a little bit alone a lot you know doing what we did there was only a couple of us doing what we were doing at that time most of my friends were still in college mm-hmm. you know and um you know just to be able to achieve that you know, was, 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 was a great story. Yeah, and something that you said just resonated with me. Um, uh, your passion gets you through it. You know, sometimes you got to set your emotions aside because as you're, you're going after your dream, as you're going after your passion, as you're trying to make things go, um, you're, you're, you're going to come across, uh, quote unquote, haters or people, crabs in a barrel, uh, people trying to set, keep you down, hold you back. Uh, your feelings are going to get involved. Of course they are because it's something that you're passionate about. Um, you get thick skin. You learn how to get tough skin through situations. Uh, they say, enjoy the journey because the journey is what gets you to the end result uh sometimes the journey doesn't seem like it's fun but it's necessary uh can you explain a little bit on uh, how the passion does get you through because there are there's times you're at the top of the mountain and you feel like you're invincible and think you're just soaring and you're just flying off energy and there's other times where you're down at the bottom of the valley and there's no you don't see the light there's no way to to get out of it there's no hope but you just keep trudging on how how does that passion, how do you find that burning desire with inside of you to, to keep moving forward or keep marching forth, as we like to say here? Yeah, I mean, I can only say it personally, really, is because I, I fell from a high place before and had to get back up. You know, I had a lot going for me. I, I made some mistakes and I had to find my strength on my knees. Mm. So when I was on my knees, on hands and knees, mm-hmm. that's where I was at my strongest because I had the world on my back. See, when I was up in the clouds, my head was in the clouds. My head was all big. I was floating like a big balloon. And then that balloon went pop. And then you really found how strong you really are. Because first, you got to you got to you got to survive the fall. Yeah. 
and then you got to assess the damage and then you got to start picking yourself back up mm -hmm. and um and you know a lot of times you find out who you have with you on the mm -hmm. way down more so than on the way up exactly you know and I, I was fortunate i had a lot of people with me um and and they they helped me and and i just understand that no one's above you know failure mm -hmm. no one's above failure and but failure is usually one of the key ingredients to continue sustained success it is they say that to get to success you just keep moving from failure to failure to failure till eventually you get to success yes and it's all about the win you know i mean i grew up in stilton and you know um, it's a little town with a big heart and a lot of competitiveness and so you know if you didn't want to if you wanted to get on that court you had to prove yourself if you wanted to run you wanted to catch a run you had to prove yourself you know, you had to show that you had what it took, and 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 it wasn't going to happen for you until you did. And you had to earn your respect every day. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not saying it was the toughest place in the world to grow up, but it was a it was it was one of the best places I could ever grow up in. You know, as far as the diversity and the understanding, because a lot of people don't know what it's called. Be called the N word while you're walking to school. You mm -hmm. know, if you grow up in a certain part of Harrisburg or something like that, you might not know what that's like. You know, you might not know how to recover from that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you might not understand competing influences where, you know, you can do a lot of good and do a lot of bad on the same day, mm -hmm. you know, and maybe nobody knows the wiser but you. And so, and so growing up in that environment, knowing that, you know, iron sharpens iron every day. Mm -hmm. And if you wanted to, you know, if you wanted to have a peaceful life, you had to understand that you had to create your space. You know, that's that's how it is. That's how it is. And that's how it always been. <laughs> Long and fight, absolutely. I know you, you discussed uh, a couple books. Um, of one inch, one by Martin Luther King Jr. You discuss a lot of people who, um, uh, who helped you along the way, uh, people that you've looked up to, people who have mentored you. Uh, you discussed a lot, a lot of situations as well that kind of things were going a certain way and they went either right, left, or straight, or whatever what was going on. Is there anything in particular that you haven't shared with us? A, a story, a book, a person? person a situation that also had changed your life that you could share with us that can actually uh help us and, and uh, or someone else who's not watching right now who may be watching the replay later uh make their life a little better or or just something that uh, something inspiring something that's changed the direction of your life i i say um it's 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 an odd book i mean it might not it might not relate but what i got from it was everything and this was it was a, a story, um, a short story by Alice Walker called Everyday Use. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh -huh. it really helped me respect my roots and where I was going in the future, you know, as far as my family was concerned. It, okay. it, it kind of gave me a lot of understanding about how people can come from different ways and come to the same place. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it was one of my first, it was one of the first books I read um, at Tuskegee. Um, okay. About that story i was in i was in honors english class and um you know it 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 turned it inspired me to write a book about my own childhood mm. uh, write a short story about my own childhood okay. it involves really much me and my grandfather mm. and the things that a man who's been through the things he went through that didn't really he didn't really verbalize everything that he went through he just had a lot of wisdom for what he went through i was told by others about the things that he'd been through and the triumphs and, and the trials trials and tribulations and understood you know a lot about what it takes to live a life fulfilled mm. you know to leave a legacy mm. you know and the importance of that and 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 how driven he was to provide for his family 
and um, that everyday use, you know, the relationships between, and it's about three women, it's about a mother and two daughters. Okay. And it's just that the one daughter, she just thought that, you know, she was, you know, super, you know, educated and things like that. And um, they had these old family quilts. Hmm. And, um, and the, the mom was going to give the other daughter who stayed at home, didn't go to college or anything, the quilts because she was getting married. Uh-huh. And it was like, why are you giving her those quilts? Those quilts are heirlooms. They belong in the museum. They belong in this. He said, no, nah, baby. These were made to sleep on. <laughs> These are quilts, mm-hmm. you know? And and it was a journey that the, the one daughter had to go on of self-realization mm-hmm. to, to understand um, what life was about. And then also, since we're in the digital age a little bit, I, I, I'm very cinematic. So okay. there's this movie called About Schmidt um, with Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson. Um, who talks about he's a man in at the really at the you know in the fourth quarter we like to say retiring from 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 uh his job and he was in this bubble for like 30 years and he just came out of it and he started realizing things you know things about his wife you know and then he lost his wife and then he then he after he lost his wife he realized that he lost his wife you know because he really didn't appreciate her too much until she was gone and um then he had to try to go back and reunite with his children who he kind of alienated because he was just just a work dude he just went to work every day and did his thing and was kind of oblivious and had to go through that journey of reconciling with them realizing realizing then reconciling with them in hopes of having a relationship before he ultimately left his earth so you know besides everyday use which talks about the utilization um and the practicalness of life you know um always try to stay realized in, in in the reality of what things are not exactly things aren't always what they what we want them to be but things aren't always as bad as they are but there is a reality that we have to stay in touch with so we don't lose ourselves and and uh wonder about schmidt <laughs> that's crazy i never saw that movie i heard about it though and it's it's very uh, realistic too uh no matter what generation you are there's a certain time frame where when you start working um you, you mean well uh, and you just put your head down and you just start grinding. And in the process, you do have all these other, you have your family going on, you have uh, public events going on, and you're there uh, physically, but you're not always there mentally because work is always on your mind. And you're constantly grinding, you're constantly grinding. So for, for 10, 20, 25 years, even 30 years of your life, you're giving to this nine to five Monday through Friday traditionally uh, for a company that at the, you, you retire. And then once you retire, it's kind of like, you you're, you're automatically replaced within two weeks to a month uh, as somebody at a lower rate. Uh, and then you look back and you're like, what What have I done? What, what, what's going on? And you, your kids have grown up. Um, life has passed you by. And I've seen it uh, a couple times um, not in, in the course of reality where people look up and they're like, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what's going on in my life. Uh, I know who my kids are, but I don't even know my kids. And and they come to that same realization like you just explained. I, I think that's interesting because uh, it goes back to the comment that we said, you got to enjoy the journey. Don't just because you are working, just because you are grinding, you still have to stay in tune with what matters because what matters is what's going to be that prolonged effect after you, you get done grinding in that, that arena that you're playing in. Exactly. I mean, and it takes drive to live your passion. You know, what I do every day for businesses and what I try to do for businesses every day is a passion. Mm-hmm. It's something that I do for free, you know, <laughs> because I want to see people succeed. I want to see us as a culture and as a people to be able to 
to really see what our just do is and we're responsible for that you know we're going to do that but we have to make sure that we are prepared for that you know prepare for that success you know like i said like um for a lot of us the alliance model is a dead model but it's mm-hmm. coming alive again where we have to not see ourselves as competition but as opportunities for growth mm-hmm. um, and and know how to create supply chains and, and team build um across uh sectors and industries to be able to understand that we have to walk together shoulder to shoulder not in a line or not like a bunch of crabs in a barrel and that goes back to like we were saying again like networking it's a beautiful thing uh something that i i, I think um we we try to do we, we we talk it up as a big game i don't know that uh we do it um uh, as well as we could you can always improve um but i mean in in the masses uh just by helping each other we all rise together by us all helping each other climb a tree you're helping someone else climb a tree as you're pu- helping them pull them up they're helping you pull your, uh, yourself up as well as you get to the top um i know i've seen it in sports i've seen it in um military i've seen it i'm gonna get mine uh, and i hope you get yours in the process i'm gonna be top dog i'm gonna do my thing i'm gonna grind put my nose down and keep grinding and i'm gonna do it all by myself i'm gonna pull myself up by my bootstrap be a self-made man and did all by myself now i have this challenges have you faced over the years um just going from different agencies to going from different learning institutions dealing with people in general uh what what kind of setbacks have you or hurdles had you had to overcome and uh what are some of the triumph stories that you can share with us that made you better i think um one of one one of the challenging stories was one time when we were me and jamal were uh, jawal were uh seeking uh, cohorts and partners for our program Okay. And we were the we were it, you know. Uh, we were the one and two of the whole program, and we walked into this agency, and uh, we sat had a sit down, and we were sitting at a meeting, and it was like, um, yeah, well, you know, tell your boss, um, whoever your superior is, to get the work to me, and maybe I'll give you a call back. And we looked at each other and like, uh, we're it. <laughs> and he, he just had this look of lightweight disgust and disbelief in his face, you know, that this baby faced kid and this dude right here. Uh, you know uh, this black man other black man that um, you how we dare we come into his office and ask for partnership you know um, and in relations with their agency and what they do um, mm-hmm. so that was that was something that you know even if you're walking in and you know who you are mm-hmm. people don't and like I like I told you in the back office it was like sometimes my grandma was taught me sometimes it's about the benefit of the doubt and what we give each other as far as the benefit of the doubt, the content of your character, right? You know, those kinds of things. And you know, I, I'm, I walked in. I thought I was dressed pretty nice. I, I thought I, you know, had my had my you know smile on and everything like that. But then, you know, just to be dismissed like that a little bit, it really taught you about. Um, and I learned later about how minimalization works. Okay. And how minimalization is a tool of the haves against the have-nots. Mm-hmm. You were, so yeah, don't don't never that. let anybody minimalize your dreams. Don't let anyone minimalize your efforts. You know, just just make sure that you're doing the work that needs to be done and you're succeeding at that work. 
you know, sometimes people judge you, they might grade you, but the knowledge that you get from that is everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody can take it away from you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just to go through that, to be able to come back and um, have have them, you know, become a partner. Um, we developed programs together, you know, and things like that. That was kind of like the triumph within the triumph, you know what I mean? So it's like we were able to use use that situation and capitalize with it and still we're, we're able to make, you know, a good relationship. And it was it helped hundreds, if not thousands of people get education and better job skills and things like that through the process. So I, I was I, I was happy about that, even though it didn't start off the best. It, 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 it worked out because so, a lot of times if you leave the emotions out of it, and, mm-hmm. and keep your passion in it mm-hmm. you know what i mean you'll be able to get your skin a little bit thicker and things like that so you know i i really i really think i'm i'm really fortunate to have those those uh those kinds of experience young because um i didn't have too many peers at that time and mm-hmm. i was i was a little bit alone a lot you know doing what we did there was only a couple of us doing what we were doing at that time most of my friends were still in college mm-hmm. you know and um you know just to be able to achieve that you know, was 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 a great story. Yeah, and something that you said just resonated with me. Um, uh, your passion gets you through it. You know, sometimes you got to set your emotions aside because as you're you're going after your dream, as you're going after your passion, as you're trying to make things go, um, you're you're, you're going to come across uh, quote unquote haters or people, crabs in a barrel, uh, people trying to set, keep you down, hold you back. Uh, your feelings are going to get involved, of course they are, because it's something that you're passionate about. Um, you get thick skin, you learn how to get tough skin through situations. Uh, they say enjoy the journey because the journey is what gets you to the end result uh sometimes the journey doesn't seem like it's fun but it's necessary uh can you explain a little bit on uh, how the passion does get you through because there are there's times you're at the top of the mountain and you feel like you're invincible and think you're just soaring and you're just flying off energy and there's other times where you're down at the bottom of the valley and there's no you don't see the light there's no way to to get out of it there's no hope but you just keep drudging on how how does that passion, how do you find that burning desire with inside of you to, to keep moving forward or keep marching forth, as we like to say here? Yeah, I mean, I can only say it personally, really, is because I, I fell from a high place before and had to get back up. You know, I had a lot going for me. I, I made some mistakes and I had to find my strength on my knees. Mm. So when I was on my knees, on hands and knees, mm-hmm. that's where I was at my strongest because I had the world on my back. See, gotcha. when I was up in the clouds, my head was in the clouds. My head was all big. I was floating like a big balloon. And then that balloon went pop. And then you really found how strong you really are. Because first, you got you to gotta, you gotta survive the fall. Yeah. And then you got to assess the damage. And then you got to start picking yourself back up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, you know, a lot of times you find out who you have with you on the mm-hmm. way down more so than on the way up. Exactly. You know, and I, I was fortunate. I had a lot of people with me, um, and and they they helped me. And and I just understand that no one's above, you know, failure. Mm-hmm. No one's above failure. Mm-hmm. And but failure is usually one of the key ingredients to continue sustained success. It is. They say that to get to success, you just keep moving from failure to failure to failure till eventually you get to success. Yes. And it's all about the win, you know. I mean, I grew up in Stilton, and you know, um, it's a little town with a big heart and a lot of competitiveness. And so, you know, if you didn't want to, if you wanted to get on that court, you had to prove yourself. If you wanted to run, you wanted to catch a run, you had to prove yourself. 
you know you had to show that you had what it took and 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 it wasn't going to happen for you until you did and you had to earn your respect every day um i'm not saying it was the toughest place in the world to grow up but it was a it was it was one of the best places i could ever grow up in you know as far as the diversity and the understanding because a lot of people don't know what it's called be called the n-word while you're walking to school you know if you grow up in a certain part of harrisburg or something like that you might not know what that's like you know you might not know how to recover from that um you know you, you might not understand competing influences where you know you can do a lot of good and do a lot of bad all in the same day mm-hmm. you know and maybe nobody knows the wiser but you and so and so growing up in that environment knowing that you know iron sharpens iron every day mm-hmm. and if you wanted to you know if you wanted to have a peaceful life you had to understand that you had to create your space you know that's that's how it is that's how it is and that's how it always been <laughs> Long and fight, absolutely. I know you, you discussed uh, a couple books. Um, uh, one inch, one by Martin Luther King Jr. You discuss a lot of people who, um, uh, who helped you along the way, uh, people that you've looked up to, people who have mentored you. Uh, you discussed a lot, a lot of situations as well that kind of things were going a certain way and they went either right, left, or straight, or whatever. What was going on? Is there anything in particular that you haven't shared with us? A, a story, a book, a person, a situation? that also had changed your life that you could share with us that can actually uh, help us and, and uh, or someone else who's not watching right now who may be watching the replay later uh, make their life a little better or or just something that uh, something inspiring something that's changed the direction of your life I, I say um, it's, it's, it's an odd book I mean it might not it might not relate but what I got from it was everything and this was it was a, a story um, a short story by Alice Walker called everyday use. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh-huh. it really helped me respect my roots and where I was going in the future, you know, as far as my family was concerned. It, okay. it, it kind of gave me a lot of understanding about how people can come from different ways and come to the same place. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it was one of my first, it was one of the first books I read um, at Tuskegee um, okay. about that story. I was in, I was in honors English class and, um, you know, it, 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 turned it inspired me to write a book about my own childhood mm. i write a short story about my own childhood okay. it involves really much me and my grandfather mm. and the things that a man who's been through the things he went through that didn't really he didn't really verbalize everything that he went through he just had a lot of wisdom for what he went through i was told by others about the things that he'd been through and the triumphs and, and the trial, trials and tribulations and understood you know a lot about what it takes to live a life fulfilled you know to leave a legacy you know and the importance of that and 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 how driven he was to provide for his family and um that everyday use you know the relationships between and this about three women it's about a mother and two daughters okay and it's just that the one daughter she just thought that you know she was you know super you know educated and things like that and um they had these old family quilts Hmm. and um and the, the mom was going to give the other daughter who stayed at home, didn't go to college or anything, the quilts because she was getting married. Uh-huh. And it was like, why are you giving her those quilts? Those quilts are heirlooms. They belong in the museum. They belong in this. He said, no, nah, baby. These were made to sleep on. <laughs> These are quilts, mm-hmm. you know? And and it was a journey that the, the one daughter had to go on of self-realization to to understand um what life was about and then also since we're in the digital age a little bit i, I i'm very cinematic so okay. there's this movie called about schmidt um with jack nichols mm-hmm. jack nicholson 
um, who talks about he's a man in at the really at the you know in the fourth quarter we like to say retiring from 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 uh, his job and he was in this bubble for like 30 years and he just came out of it and he started realizing things you know things about his wife you know and then he lost his wife and then he then he after he lost his wife he realized that he lost his wife you know because he really didn't appreciate her too much until she was gone and um then he had to try to go back and reunite with his children who he kind of alienated because he was just just a work dude he just went to work every day and did his thing and was kind of oblivious and had to go through that journey of reconciling with them realizing realizing then reconciling with them in hopes of having a relationship before he ultimately left his earth mm. so you know besides everyday use which talks about the utilization um and the practicalness of life you know um always try to stay realized in, in in the reality of what things are not exactly things aren't always what they what we want them to be but things aren't always as bad as they are but there is a reality that we have to stay in touch with so we don't lose ourselves and and uh wonder about schmidt <laughs> that's crazy i never saw that movie i heard about it though and it's it's very uh, realistic too uh no matter what generation you are there's a certain time frame where when you start working um you, you mean well uh and you just put your head down and you just start grinding and in the process you do have all these other you have your family going on you have uh, public events going on and you're there uh physically but you're not always there mentally because work is always on your mind and you're constantly grinding you're constantly grinding so for for 10 20 25 years even 30 years of your life you're giving to this nine to five monday through friday traditionally uh, for a company that at the you, you retire and then once you retire it's kind of like you you're, you're automatically replaced within two weeks to a month uh, as somebody at a lower rate. Uh, and then you look back and you're like, what What have I done? What, what, what's going on? And you, your kids have grown up. Um, life has passed you by. And I've seen it uh, a couple times um, not in, in the course of reality where people look up and they're like, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what's going on in my life. Uh, I know who my kids are, but I don't even know my kids. And and they come to that same realization like you just explained. I, I think that's interesting because uh, it goes back to the comment that we said, you got to enjoy the journey. Don't just because you are working, just because you are grinding, you still have to stay in tune with what matters because what matters is what's going to be that prolonged effect after you, you get done grinding in that, that arena that you're playing in. Exactly. I mean, and it takes drive to live your passion. You know, what I do every day for businesses and what I try to do for businesses every day is a passion. Mm -hmm. It's something that I do for free, you know, <laughs> because I want to see people succeed. I want to see us as a culture and as a people to be able to to really see what our just do is. And we're responsible for that. You know, we're going to do that. But we have to make sure that we are prepared for that, you know, prepare for that success. You know, like I said, like um, for a lot of us, the alliance model is a dead model. But it's mm -hmm. coming alive again, where we have to not see ourselves as competition, but as opportunities for growth, mm -hmm. um, and and know how to create supply chains and, and team build um, across uh, sectors and industries to be able to understand that we have to walk together, shoulder to shoulder, not in a line or not like a bunch of crabs in a barrel. 
And that goes back to like we were saying again, like networking, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, something that I, I, I think um, we, we try to do. We, we, we talk it up as a big game. I don't know that uh, we do it um, uh, as well as we could. You can always improve. Um, but I mean, in, in the masses, uh, just by helping each other, we all rise together by us all helping each other climb a tree. You're helping someone else climb a tree as you're helping them pull them up. They're helping you pull your, uh, yourself up as well as you get to the top. Um, I know I've seen it in sports. I've seen it in um, military. I've seen it. I'm going to get mine uh, and I hope you get yours in the process. I'm going to be top dog. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to grind, put my nose down and keep grinding and I'm going to do it all by myself. I'm going to pull myself up by my bootstrap, be a self-made man and then all by myself. Now I have this 